This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. When I used to go to my elder's house and my parents' cousins, so people you don't meet on a regular yeah. basis, right? <laughs> yes. They go, you hear it in that context. It's almost a cue to be encouraged. Yes. It's a cue for more encouragement. Yes. 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 If yes. I say that, then you better encourage me. Right? <laughs> but it's almost used in... It's almost used in context, right? So when I don't say it's a gun, I say, no, no, I'm okay. They go, eh, janganlah segan. You know, so it's <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. I didn't bring it up. I'm literally, I'm fine. I've just been to seven houses in Raya. I really don't want any more food. <laughs> yeah. But then they go, janganlah segan. Eh, yeah. malu-malu pula. It's, yeah, it's but almost the default mode, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. But sometimes we do want it. It's just that we, oh, no. we, we just need we the just encouragement. Need the right? encouragement. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yes. yeah. BFM 89.9, listening to me, Ahmad Fawad Rahma, and this is Night School, the show that explores concepts, theories, and society. This week, we are having another installment of The Trying Game. And if you're unfamiliar with the show, this is where we basically look at some everyday Malay terms and try our best to find their English equivalents. Most of the time, we don't succeed, but <laughs> that's part of the fun because that's where we see the different worlds that these different words point to and open and joining us as a special guest this week is Bahai Yusof welcome to the show thank you thank you thank you so of course alongside us is Hanif the producer now Uh, are you guys ready sure let's go for it (laughs) okay I'm nervous but (laughs) (laughs) the first term is Meroyan (laughs) man I don't even know if I know what that word means (laughs) in Malay (laughs) oh Wait, hang on. Uh, okay, let's, when when is it usually used? Yeah, how would you use it in yeah. a sentence? I think, okay, so if I'm not mistaken, there is a specific moment where you actually use it. I think it is usually used to describe, and I might be wrong here, a lady that has just given birth and because of some problems that she might have with being detached to the kid, she'll go through this phase where she'll... Oh, so it's almost like a postpartum depression. Correct. Yes. Correct. Oh. Yeah. So in English, Moroyan actually means postpartum depression. Really? Oh. I've seen it. I've seen it being used mm. as equivalence. Wow, I didn't even know that word existed in Malay. But in more oh. casual... Oh, not casual, yeah, sorry, but in other, in other settings. In non-birth, no. maternal <laughs> settings. Yeah. Not in, in non-serious settings. Yeah. <laughs> where, where would you find that term, typically? Uh, if somebody is being hysterical, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. Which isn't exactly postpartum depression, right? Yes, when yes, we think yes, of yeah. postpartum depression, yeah. that's yeah. something else. But is this, this is not the, you know, you're like seriously hysterical. It's more like you're like being... You're being hysterical. Yeah, in, a, in, a, <laughs> in an exaggerated way, I think. Uh, so it's not when somebody has broken into hysterics. It's yeah. when somebody else says to someone... You're being hysterical, Hanif. Yes. Only Meroyan. Or Jangan Meroyan. Jangan Meroyan. Usually they will say Jangan Meroyan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. And I think it's it's an online thing, right? Because typically, people who are ranting on Twitter, who are just going on on Facebook, Mm. people say, I'll do to Meroyan on Facebook. You're you're overreacting. Overreacting is... Yeah, yeah, overreacting is the best. Okay. Which is completely just off topic with regards to how the word actually means, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 That's strange. Which... uh, And we'll find a lot of that in Malay. Especially in this other word. Okay. Hati. Hati. Oh, I've thought about this for a while, actually. Wait, hati. H-A-T-I. That's both the heart and the liver. 
isn't it? Well, it's the liver, right? Is oh, it yeah. the <laughs> I always get that confused, oh, to be yeah, honest. No. Yeah. yeah, so medically, the heart is jantung, correct? Yes. Yes. But in in sort of poetic language, you know, it's hati. With, I, you know, it's like, she has my heart. Yes. But what, okay, what do we call the liver then in poetic language? Do we, do we need to talk about the liver in poetic language though? Does the liver need to be spoken about in poetic language? I feel it's time that we give some props to the liver, man. Do you know what it does for us? But liver you know, is... I don't know. It's, I don't think it's poetic. It can not, be poetic, right? Come on. Well, it, I mean, this is just... Romantic language <laughs> used on the liver, though, let's be honest. But why do we need two words for the heart then? Oh... Hmm. You know, cows have like four stomachs. Malays have two hearts. Is it sort of? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I think that's you're right. I think it's quite interesting argument to make because, and I'm just wondering if it's uh if it's just purely because of poetic, right? It's you know, it sounds nice. Sounds nicer. It sounds Mm. softer. I think jantung sounds so matter of fact, right? Matter of fact, fact, very mechanical, mechanical, very, very. Clinical, right? Mm. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you don't really use the word jantung in a sentence to your loved one. Yeah, and plus jantung doesn't have that semantically. It doesn't have the same connotation compared to maybe um, hati, right? Because hati is used for a lot of like you know other things in Malay language, right? You know, jangan makan hati, kena jaga hati dia, things like yeah. that. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So although although now that you've mentioned it, that just sounds like you know you have to keep an eye on his liver. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't eat that guy's don't, liver yeah. or something. Keep don't eat my liver, liver or yeah. something. Which is why I guess they don't use liver. I mean, liver. Well, what, well, now, what is the word for liver? Well, I guess hati is both hati liver is, and. Yeah, right? Now, doesn't that lead to some confusion at the surgery table or something? Like when I'd like, to, I'd like to think my doctor is not referring to my hati as hati and more as jantung. You know, <laughs> no, because even then, if you think about it, right, they don't say hati dia telah berhenti. They say jantung dia telah berhenti. Yeah. Mm. In a very medical yeah. context. I think that's almost. a nice distinction that you made, right, between the mechanics of it and the metaphysics of it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Feeling is... We don't think of feeling as bodily. We think of it as metaphysical, mm. as something kind of ideal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, if you gandakan the word berhati-hati, it means that to be careful, right? And hence the uh, reason why I think hati has I always like whenever, that. Yeah, whenever yeah. you yeah. that reference, whenever yeah. you think of hati, it's almost, if you translate it, it translates to care as opposed to yeah. yeah. That, that's why I think whenever you talk about hati, you always needs to be delicate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You always yeah. have to like approach that. it delicately, right? That's yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's I like that. So it's. People tend to think of the Malay sensibility as being indirect, right? But mm. I think there's a recognition of the importance of being delicate, mm. right? Mm. So it's not really like a mark of passivity, but of sensitivity. And maybe yes. that's what yeah. it's about. Yeah, right? that's a good way of putting it, right? It's a mark yeah. of sensitivity. Yeah. Now, is memperhatikan related to hati? Or is that... I think the root word for that is perhati. Yeah. Perhati, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which to is observe. about observe yes. or to, to pay mm. attention to detail, mm. right? Okay, interesting. I did not <laughs> think of those things, Anif. Thanks a lot. The next word is menganjing. <laughs> is this trolling? I think trolling is the most accurate... Menganjing. Uh, translation for it. Okay, I'll put this right out there. I'm not great at bahasa. Okay. I literally almost failed my Bahasa SPM, right? But I've also come to this conclusion that there are these informal words yes. and there are formal words. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is menganjingkan an informal word? Or yes, is it uh, it's informal. definitely colloquial. Yeah. So it's colloquial. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as of the last five years, ten years. Possibly. I would say so. Ten years. Yeah, ten ten years, years. It's ten a years. digital thing, right? It's a yes. digital thing, right? Yeah, because along with meroyan, right? So <laughs> menganjing, meroyan. Because online. I'll be honest, I've seen 
even just like on, I, I see it online, people screenshot text messaging in Malay. I don't know what they say. Yeah, there's a lot of short forms <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, and so there's almost this new form of language has come up. So is menganjingkan... Is an appropriation of that word, lah. I, I guess, think, like, yeah. unlike Maroyan, which is like I an think people have a specific origin. Origin, menganjing yeah. Menganjing is very. Pejo- it's a pejorative. So, yeah. like, how does that come around? How did that happen? How did menganjing? What is the root of? <laughs> I, how, how, so basically, like, uh, wow. the, the, one of the my earliest encounters with this word is when I went on Najib's Facebook page. Okay. And then, obviously, he's getting trolled a lot. And somebody said, Ni korang tak habis menganjing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I'm drawing that connection between trolling and um, menganjing. Yeah, yeah. Could I then almost say, like, it's almost like just dogs barking? Yeah, I Is think Is that the so. kind of thing? I've never seen it that way. I think it's more, yeah. more like, because irri- Malays don't like dogs in general. So, yes. they're so irritated maybe or something. like They're like, Irritants, right? Menganjing or something. So, I don't know. I mean, but it's also to make fun of, right? Trolling lah. It's like it's you're trolling. To, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's a no, that's but, a fun element. To so it. okay. So here's the question then: If Hanif is making fun of me, am I deeper anjingkan or is Hanif menganjingkan? Ah, so deeper anjingkan is far less. You don't hear that. Yeah, you don't hear that. I don't conjugation of yes. yes. So, so the conjugation is that Hanif is tengah menganjingkan. Yeah, you're, so, it's not me, the subject, but it's you, the person who's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's always to be fair. I mean, despite the word sounding a bit kasar, it's always used in a like in a light-hearted way. It's like oh. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. You know, Bahir, you made a really good point, right? That a lot of the Malay we live and bond with tend to be colloquial, informal. Mm. And there's a sense in which we're not quite at home in the formal Malay. You know, yeah, that's yes. why when you watch RTN's live coverage, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pauses and stops. Yeah, because mm. they're trying to sort of formalize their yeah. Malay. Yeah. When I think our more natural disposition is to just enjoy the colloquial. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah, right? yes. yeah, and I think that's interesting because, also in a lot of ways, there's a, again, I'm not great with the language, but when I read something like a Malay newspaper, there's a form of Malay the way they write. There's a way of them writing it that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. As a guy who, quite comfortably, will go to any state in Malaysia and speak Malay to the guy in the coffee shop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But when I had to do it formally, it just not only does it sound weird to me, but even when I'm reading it, it just sounds wrong. Yeah. 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 You know. I feel that the shift from formal to informal is bigger mm. than say a lot of other languages, right? Mm. Um, where I think there are a lot of overlaps, but the mode feels more conscious like when you have to be formal I mean you translate all the time I'm sure you sense that right the yes. talking and the, the, yeah. the formalizing yeah. and are the inter- two different worlds right? mm, true and the interesting thing is that I think we are conscious of it and hence the reason why we, remember in the past episode we analysed the word schema right yeah, 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 so yeah. if that person is formal in the way he or she uses his or her language um, then you say that oh this person is, is schema mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. and I, I wonder what's our relationship with these two different moods of our versions of languages right yeah is that like a class thing or is that like a I don't know yeah because we I seem to have an, an uncomfortable relationship with with formal Malay right yeah. Mm. yeah yeah I think we're just in general tropical chill people you know <laughs> we're not really into bureaucracy you know we're not stickler for procedures mm. but in some ways you know? as well like for me I've realized that when I'm trying to read for example Ami Muhammad's publications yes. And their Malay is very informal. Mm-hmm. It's very, I wouldn't say basa pasa, but it's very informal. It's very chilla, lepa, mm-hmm, kan? Mm-hmm. But when I try and read those, I can't relate to it either. However, there are these reading old Malay text 
almost to me feels like it's okay because it feels like I'm reading a language from a bygone era. So my right, brain right. sort of is like reading Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. In the original text. Nobody speaks like that, but you accept it because it's a traditional form of writing. Right, right. So that to me is where I fall. I almost want to read traditional old 16th century Hang Tua text. Yeah. Because then in my brain, I go, oh, this is what they used to speak like. This is what right, they sound right. like. But whereas if somebody was to rewrite that in the current sort of version of the language, I'd feel very put off by it. Yeah. I think. Mm. yeah. You know, context has a lot to do with this in that you see the appearance of more formal Malay during like Akad Nikah, mm. you know, or Merisik. Mm. Yes. When families are trying to talk to each other, right, they, they switch on the mode of like proper Malay, mm. right? It's not colloquial coffee shop Malay at that point, yeah. right? So uh, I like it that it has these moments when they're deployed. It almost feels formal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is a formal moment. This yeah. is when I would speak like this. Uh, okay. So that is menganjing somehow. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Opened up interesting questions. This other word is a very Asrama word. Jambu. Ah, uh, okay. This one I know. Okay. <laughs> I know this one. All right. I got this, honey. <laughs> I got this. Uh, I think the English word would be cherubic. Okay. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Like, yes. like so, yes. a very, very innocent looking, and they almost always used on men. Is it boyish? Is it say boyish? Mm. I prefer boyish. I think you prefer boyish. Yeah, okay. Okay. but uh, the cherubic. Uh, because it's not even boyish. It almost implies to me even younger than that, right? It's almost like, like I've always seen people with like chubby cheeks used the description jambu. For me, again, I don't know. Maybe just where I. And would. you can even use that to adults sometimes. Oh, no, no, but invariably it is to adults yeah, who look very true. young. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's true. Nobody too. calls it a goes young without yeah, saying. It goes without saying, right? But I like the fact that you chose cherubic because there's something extra boyish. Yes. It's not just, you know, plain boyish. It's not that he looks young, yeah. it's he looks boyish. Yeah, right? we're like yeah. pink cheeks yes. and all that, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm, interesting. Because I, I thought of like Metro, though. Metro, uh, yeah, metrosexual, yeah. I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I see what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm not I, sure they must be boyish, as long as they're like good looking and proper. Uh, and I think I think you can see that. I can see that as well. I think when I <coughs> introduce it as an Azraman term, maybe yeah. that's where Sharabit came. But oh. you're right; it can apply. To no, because for me, that's how we in my younger days in schools. That's how we would use that term, right? Someone who is very innocent looking, who looks significantly younger than their age. Yes, yeah. yes. And it can sometimes almost be used as a description of personality. It's very yeah. naive. It's very... Mm, raw. Raw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not worldly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Metros. I oh, never thought about that. Never thought... I think you can extend that. You can extend it almost. Metros yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But must there be an age gap in order for you to call someone Jambu though? Oh, that's a good question. It seems like in every instance I've encountered that word being used by others, it seems like that's the case. Mm. Right? right? Yeah, you true. won't call your peers jambu. At yeah. least maybe not in the way that, you know. Maybe as like a making fun of the guy. Yeah, making yeah, fun yeah. of the guy, yeah. But then again as well, the term has got a very, maybe not derogatory in terms of being bad, but just it's as a, it's a bit scandalous. It's it scandalous, but scandalous. also making fun of someone, right? right you right. never call someone jambu if you respect them, mm. right? Regardless if they're younger than you, right? It's almost like a, it's almost like a mock. It's almost like uh, someone who is belittling, making fun of, as opposed to someone you want to look up to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I'm trying to localize this in that, 
you know, Malays are not particularly hairy. Generally, we're not very muscular, <laughs> right? Can you speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that that mm. sort of type, mm. you know, resonates more with our sort of physique mm. by and large, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the term echoes, right? So, on that note, let's pause and we'll be right back for the second part of the discussion. Uh, we are going through Malay words here for this edition of The Trying Game. I'm Ahmad Fawad Rahma alongside Hanif, the producer. And we're joined this week by Bahi Yusuf. This is Night School on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Night School. I'm Ahmad Fawad Rahmat. Hanif Baharudin, the producer, is with us today. And also, Bahi Yusuf, you know him from At The Movies. And we are going through The Trying Game Again this week, going through some Malay words and trying to find their equivalents in English. We went through uh, four words such as hati, menganjing, jambu and meroyan and we're going to continue the list with segan. Oh. Yeah, segan's a tough one because segan isn't shy. Segan is... Isn't it shy? Yeah, isn't it shy? But it's a kind of shyness. It's a kind of shyness, but it's... Reserved, is it? It's not... You know what it is? In English, there's only one word, right? You use it for both contexts, right? So, for example, with regards to shy, which we would assume segan would be, in Malay, we'd use malu. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, segan is like, hey, why don't you go up and ask your boss if you want something? You go like, eh, tak nak segan lah. Mm. You know, which is... Yeah, it's not, it's not, not exactly, exactly shy. Malu. You're not yeah, exactly shy at that point. The English, if you translate that yeah. statement into English, you'd use the word shy, right? It's almost like... Um, insecure? I don't know. No, insecure. Because there's always that element of like... Insecurity. Macam, yeah, because yeah. Oh, segan lah macam, you know. Pergi lah jumpa dia, oh segan lah macam... But there are cases when segan is a good thing, right? Like, say if you're in front of an elder in the mm. family, right? Mm. It's good to show that you're a bit segan. You just don't assume that you can say whatever and just pop up whenever, right? True. But wouldn't that fall under the guise of being respectful as opposed to being... Shy or Sagan, right? yeah. Sagan yeah. has some tone of respectfulness, right? It presumes that sometimes, mm. at least, to sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. it depends. Actually, yeah. I think when you use the word Sagan, sometimes what it implies is that sometimes you don't have to be Sagan. I mean, it's unnecessarily shy. It's like you don't mm. you, technically you don't have to, but yeah, I know I'm a bit Sagan. Yeah, so, so it's, it's almost like, hey, it's your favorite footballer. Why don't you go up there and ask him for a selfie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Sagan, yeah. You know, yeah. Sagan is hesitant. Is it? But it's, it's not quite, it's right? Hesitant is the action of. Yeah, right? it's yeah. the so reaction is a to. Personal, mm. Not personality, it's a trait. Almost. It's a trait. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> kind of out, out of words at this point. Yeah, but why are we Sagan though? Yeah. I think that, that it's worth exploring that so that we know how to situate But it's way. not our place. We've, we're out of ah, place. Yeah, yes, we always feel like we're yes, out of place. Yeah. Then it's yeah. Not yeah, and again, like you said, it's an almost sign of respect, right? So the person you admire is there. You. Don't want to trouble him for something, so you sagat, right? Exactly, it's almost yeah. your. But so you're not shy. You're you can not, apply that to crushes too, though. Cakap lah kat dia, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cakap dengan lah. Oh no, but here's the thing, right? For me, I never hear that as sagat. In my head, I would say it's tanah malu lah. You know that. Sometimes I use the word sagat. Yeah, yeah. Crushes, yeah. yeah. In that, yeah. in that sense, they kind of they kind of interchangeable. Right? Yeah. yeah. But is it reserved though? Why can't it just be reserved? It's not reserved. Isn't that the implication is that you're being unnecessarily shy? Yeah, uh, there's always that that that, uh, look, that connotation. Connotation, right? right? You, you don't have to be. You don't have to. Like, yeah. why are you segan? Uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Right? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's almost always the automatic response from the other person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. always automatic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know? Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Exactly. I hear yeah. that a lot. 
You yeah. know, I hear that when we when I used to go to my elders' house and my parents' cousins, so people you don't meet on a regular yeah. basis, right? Yes. They go, "Jepul makan, jepul makan." Eh, tak perlu cuma eh, janganlah segan-segan. You hear it in that context. It's almost a cue to be encouraged. Yes. It's a cue for more encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I say that, then you better encourage me, right? <laughs> But it's almost used in. It's almost used in context, right? So when I don't say say segan, I say no, no, I'm okay. They go, eh, janganlah segan. You know, so it's yeah, not. Yeah. I didn't bring it up. I'm literally, I'm fine. I've just been to seven houses in Raya. I really don't want any more food. <laughs> yeah. But then they go, janganlah segan. Yeah. Eh, malu malu pula. It's, yeah. It's but almost the default mode, <laughs> no, right? Yeah. But sometimes we do want it. It's just that we oh, no. we, we just need we that just encouragement. Need the right? Right? Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yes. yeah. A good Malay phrase to describe it is mahu tapi malu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you mean. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's very distinct. It's not shy. It's not. It's not, yeah. It's it's not reserved. It's not hesitant. It's not even second guessing. Yeah. It's a kind of respect. I yeah, think yeah, it's a kind of respect. Having having sort of it's vocalized kind of, all of this. It's a bit of tentativeness, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. born out of respect, right? Yeah. So it's born out of respect. You recognize hierarchy in a way. There's always mm. some kind of hierarchy. Yeah, and no. somebody who is reserved, I think, would probably tend to be again in a lot of social situations. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. The next word, and this I thought would be straightforward, but then upon thinking about it, maybe not. Kasihan. Ooh. I thought it would be pity. Yeah, yeah. I that's not quite. Really? Uh, I was gonna go with that. You could say it's mercy as well. Yeah, yeah. Mercy is right. like having the choice to inflict something or not, right? So, or maybe mm. it slides between the two. I don't know. But mercy is have mercy on the poor child, mm. and pity almost I pity you, yeah. fool. Yeah. You know, so there's there's almost the power dynamics is yeah. different, right? Yeah. One is a very, one seems very. Um, That's so good of you having having mercy on the child. Yeah. This one is like ah, oh, I pity the fool. Yeah, there, there's a certain the deliberation used. behind mercy that mm. you're actually thinking about what choices you can make with regards to that mm. person. Mm. Whereas pity already assumes that you're superior. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And then again, it's also that thing, and this is almost the reverse of what we were talking about earlier. In Malay, we have one word, but in English, they've got two in terms of the different connotations of each. Right? Yeah. Mm. Whereas here, we depending on tone, it's either kesian dia. Or, you know, oh, kesian yeah. kanlah aku. Yeah, yeah. It's that connotation. We're very tonal. It's language. very tonal. You're right. Very contextual, yeah. very tonal. Mm. Yeah. So if you, yeah, you're right. It's sympathy, right? What? Sympathy mm. falls into that. I think it slides across these three different types of quote-unquote pity. Mm. Right? So there's pity, there's mercy, and there's also Empathy or sympathy, mm-hmm. yeah, you can use it that way. But it's always a good thing to kasihan. In our language, I think so. I would uh, say more often than uh, not, yeah. I feel like unless you kasihan kasihan too much, kasihan kamu tak tu, you know, kasihan lah dia. It's almost like you know, take it easy. Yeah, yeah take yeah. it easy. Like restraint is a virtue in this case. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, it feels right. like. Yeah. And you would never use that term in a very aggressive manner in Malay right you never use the no. word kasihan the way we can like pity you can write that someone begging for something a person of power taking pity on someone lower than them in status how about this would you say that there's less of a stigma to seek pity or to seek kasihan in Malay as opposed to in sort of the English Anglo sensibility where you know mm. Asking for pity or seeking pity is like very, very mm. wrong, right? It's don't pity me. Shame, I don't need your pity. It's shameful. Yeah. Yeah. But in our culture, it's sort of like, you know, kasihanilah aku is not that unusual to hear 
or it's not an unusual posture. Almost, mm. I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking out loud here. Oh, so hang on, let me just quickly interject. Kasihan and kasian. Are we talking about the same? Thing? Yes, it's yeah, just yeah, it's the same. It's just, same, same, just right? different yeah. context. Okay, got it. Okay, just literary sure. context. Yeah, mm. not surprised. Oh, interesting. I think in the Malay context, we can sometimes use the term kasihan ilaku. Although I always feel like people will always use it to project against somebody or someone. I think, for example, for example. Pity the boy. Kesian kena the boy. As opposed to we ourselves use it to... You yeah. know, I don't think it has to be literal. But I think you could have ways of... Or modes of mm. like showing a uh, posture or something like that. You know, like... I don't know. <laughs> let me let me process this a bit more. But for example... Terima sedekah. You know, for anak yatim or something like that. Mm. Right? It's not frowned upon. You know what I mean? It's not that... To be at the receiving end of someone else's grace... You know, it's quite common. It feels like you know. Mm. But is that something recent? I mean, and I'm, no, I'm I don't think it's recent. recent. Yeah, no, I, don't I think mean, it's like, yeah. but I feel that it's not as taboo. I feel like you know. Could that just then be our like to then echo what you're saying? Like that's just our sensibilities as Asians to be helpful and to allow for help. Yeah, to yeah. Re- to allow to, to, receiving help, yeah. right? Mm. In a, in a way where I feel that you know sometimes there's a lot of. Neurosis around asking for help yeah. in more liberal yeah. urban cultures, whereas mm. here it's sort of like not so or something. Again, mm. I, yeah, again, I haven't processed this, but. <laughs> but we can also be quite prideful, right? Sometimes I feel like, and our ego can sometimes be quite high when it comes to receiving help, or maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just I don't know whether it's an Asian thing or whether, like you said just now, it's a Western liberal thing that that we reject help or reject being pitied. I upon. feel that here. It's less of an issue to just receive things. I mm. feel. Mm. I mean, it's yeah, sending food to your neighbor's house or something. It's just a very mundane thing happens but a lot, that's right? Not like, well, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outside it's outside of it's a yeah. different context, right? Yeah, no, yeah. but I guess in some ways it's almost like wearing hand-me-downs, right? And not, I'm not talking about familial hand-me-downs. I'm talking about maybe cross families, right? Yeah, cousins yeah. handing. Um, Uncle's giving you something example. that, and you'd wear it. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. yeah, I know these jeans belong to someone else, yeah. but yeah, these jeans are great. I'd wear yeah. them. <laughs> you know, so it's retro. Not, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, bell bottoms are back in, guys. <laughs> but it's yeah, you're right. I think in some ways the idea of being pitied on or taking pity upon is not as bad as the way, say, maybe. Okay, West- this is one example that comes to mind, like Malay rock, like we talked about. Mm. Most of the famous songs is asking for pity. <laughs> I, yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, it's like they're demonstrating how deep their pain is, and the listener greets it, you know, and we yeah, meet right. them at the depths of yeah. their melancholy. Yeah, and that's considered rock songs, right? <laughs> These are in Malay context. They're rock gods. They're wearing <laughs> tight jeans, big hair, and they're just like begging to be taken back by the girl or to be noticed by yeah, the woman, yeah. right? Or just how lonely they are, right? Yeah. So, so recognize my misery. Mm. Right? I think that seems to be speaking to one register of Kasian. Or our films, right? How often mm. do we see heroic men just like demonstrating, you know, or indulging in misery? Right for the audience to just you know mm, enjoy yeah, it too, yeah. right? Yeah, that is interesting. We yeah, as a culture, yeah. we do that, don't we? We're very connected in that sense, right? And I guess in a lot of ways, we're also very um, 
dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it comes from the men as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's we, be honest. We, that's, that's, that's true. It's not just the women going being dramatic. The men, especially, like you said, in films, we... Yeah. Ja, dramatic guys. Yeah. Dramatic guys, Our a lot of crying, a are... lot of wailing. Yeah, right? Definitely a lot more than, say, Western cinema. Definitely, you definitely. Know? I feel like a lot of that speaks to how we're not boundary-obsessed, right? In a mm. sense where, like, the difficulty of sometimes showing emotions mm. is the fact that you're in alien terrain and you worry that the emotions you show might not be greeted, mm. right? But that a culture openly does this over mm. and over again shows that there's a certain mode of relationship that's already there that you can just tap on, you know? Mm. And yeah. that's why you can cry openly and stuff mm. like that. Mm. Mm. And Kasihan then doesn't take the stigma that, say, the sort of Western liberal attitude has towards pity, mm. right? Which yeah. is really like, you know, degrading basically, mm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, something to think about there. Next word is mengada. Mm. Childish? <laughs> No, it's not, not necessarily really childish, yeah. right? It's that's the yeah, that's the unnecessarily playful. I don't know, not that. It's either. not even playful, it's not, right? It's, it's not. not. It's um, I think childish is is there. It, that's a I connotation know, yeah. of for childishness. Me, for me, mengada is less childish and almost more manja. But when you call it someone mengada, yeah, it, yeah, it that tends to be more be annoying. annoying yeah, like. but like it's almost always in the context of of love and manja, right? So it's like you see a 24-year-old, 25-year-old man be, you know, manja with their mother and you go, Budak mengadis, yo. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like you see a girl be overly clingy to their boyfriend. Mengada-ngada, Dorani. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost that idea of it's being overly affectionate or, I mean that's rather at least how I would use it right? there's an element of excessiveness is there? yes, yes definitely. Definitely. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. but it's sort of like what spectrum right? childishness yes. or over affection ah, so it's basically excessive affection would you say that? Or is it always affectionate though? it doesn't have yeah. to right? because <laughs> yeah. you could be very annoying and demanding without any affection and still be mengadeng uh, yes yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true exactly yeah. so, true. and in the examples that you used just now mm. you had that you know, annoyed tone though. So, so, mm. so I always feel like whenever people call another person mengenengade, it always assumes that, you know, you're annoyed it's, by it's it. It's annoyed, yeah. 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 And it's almost always from a third party, right? Yes. It's never by the yeah. parties involved. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, it's right. always yeah. from like an observer. Yeah, and it's definitely not endearing. Such a it's not endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an endearing term. No, you're no, right, correct. Not, right, it's, correct. Not, yeah. it's almost like, and I'm going to throw something out there. This is a word I recently learned, well, recently, maybe in the last seven, eight years. Gedi. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had that, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that fall under the same mengada? Gedi is a kind of mengada. Yes. Is yeah. Gedi right? is a kind of mengada. But mengada-ngada is a bit more general than gedi. Gedi is a bit more specific, I think. And gedi yeah. is specific to, the say, the boyfriend-girlfriend relationship situation. Is that right? Am I right? I don't, the way I see it is, you always tend to use gedi to describe girls. And I, I guess so. Lah. I'm not too sure. But mengada-ngada is a bit more general. And usually, I think you use it to describe kids. Because, I mean, I think... There's a childish... Yeah, there's a childish, childish element to it right, as well. Right. But at the same time, I mean, adults can also be mengada-ngada. Yeah, and, and when adults mengada-ngada, then, then it's a bit even more annoying. But, even, but <laughs> even then, right, when you talk about mengada-ngada, and again, this is to go back to your, your term of being childishness, it's almost always the two... And I'm going to go back to the idea of a couple, right? They're mengada-ngada, they're always... They're talking baby talk to each other. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. they're being, again, childish almost, right? Or, mm. Yeah, so maybe that's an interesting... Huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, next term is chua. Chua is chua is just afraid, isn't it? Yeah, scared. Scared, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, 
So I run, it's funny you should mention that. Why? I produced a film called Chua. Oh, <laughs> yeah. tell us. Tell yeah. us all about so, this word. So in, in the context of how we used it, it was less of uh, being afraid and more nervous, right? So the ah, context was yeah. he, he's about to get married. So he's getting sort of cold, cold feet, feet the yeah. morning off, right? So he did Chua. So we use it in that context almost. Um, so it's less... Is less scared and more towards the nervous spectrum, I think, correct, of the reaction. Correct, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think yeah, I think nervous is more accurate. Nervous. Although not, not the typical not, not, nervousness. Yeah, not yeah. spot on, but yeah, yeah. What did, why isn't it spot on though? Uh, I don't know, because it's a combination of being nervous and also being scared. Yeah. So, uh, it's so in between. Yeah, yeah it's right? in between. It's that that is the own. Yeah, and, because you're not totally nervous in your chua, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're not. It's a nervousness born out of fear, maybe? Or fear born out of nervousness? But that's all nervousness. That's right. right. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to keep quiet. Yes. <laughs> there, um, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's pretty straightforward then. Um, Sengal. <laughs> oh, I don't know this one. Sengal. Mm. Oh, I don't know this one at all. Sengal, it could be like... The literal meaning is sore. I don't know whether that's accurate or sore, but... Is it sort of like you're being ridiculous in a way? Huh. In an amusing way. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Oh. You tend to describe, oh, Mamat ni sengal lah. It's like masuk air, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> masuk air? I don't understand why. What's masuk air? Masuk air is sengal, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But sengal, is it a digital thing too? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think I've heard sengal way before this whole <laughs> right. like, social media right. thing. But <laughs> now, I just learned about But now, here's the other question, right? When we're talking about not only just digital and non-digital we're talking about north, south, east, west now as well because <laughs> all again different cultures but Sengal is national yeah Sengal is, is not regional it's not regional, it's yeah, not regional. It's not regional. Okay, okay. Yeah. so if your friend is being funny and humorous but at the same time making stupid jokes then you call them like, yeah. 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 so it's not an insult it's not an insult it's, it's not, not like insult. a oh you joker you it's, yeah. it's uh, not yeah you, oh you joker you so oh, joker you right. that comes close yeah Interesting. Yeah. interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I did not know the word. Oh, wow. Okay, so, I mean, it's a long list and we can go on forever, but we'll stop now. Thanks a lot, Bahir, for joining the show. No problem. Love to have you again. No, great fun, great fun. Uh, you can email the show at bfmnightschoolgmail.com. Look us up on Facebook. Of course, download our app at the Apple App Store and Google Play. Once again, I'm Ahmad Fat Rahmat, alongside Hani Baharuddin, the producer, and this Night School on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.